0: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Graceland 2, or the making of Graceland 2, the Building the Dolls Never Left podcast. Episode 4? Episode 4. All right. So we've got a lot to catch you guys up on. I think the things that we're going to try, and um, today has been a very busy day, um, the things that we're going to focus in on is the casting process. Yeah. Um, the cast.
1: We have a cast. We
0: have a cast. That's
1: yay. A the cast
0: I'm really happy with. There's some really, really cool peeps.
1: Uh huh.
0: Um, and our first two days of rehearsal. Because today was our second day of rehearsal. I've been in rehearsal for the last two days. You know, I get to be a director instead of talking about it.
1: We are in full doing and go mode. Um, but yeah, no, I think let's take us back though a little bit. So leading up to now, we had to go through casting, mm-hmm. which was a complete new process for me. I've never done this before. You've been on the other side of this as a performer.
0: I've well I've been cast so I've been on the other side of this as a performer and like I have all these Accounts as well as I have an agent, mm-hmm. but I also have done the casting process as a choreographer next to a director but what was new for me is kind of we are our we are our own casting directors in this sense, right? So we had to actually make an account and utilize breakdown Express which is kind of like ends up being the back end of um you know, actors access and things of that nature and learn that whole process. And that was 100% new to me.
1: Well, they throw you in, when you do break down Express or EcoCast, everyone is required to take that 30-minute training course. And 30 minutes is not long enough to learn everything that needs to happen on the platform. I mean, I found myself on YouTube trying to learn as I was doing, um, trying to, get people to go to the next phase of the audition process. I was yeah, Google for cool answers.
0: Platform. Mm-hmm. A very cool platform.
1: Yeah, once you get the hang of it, it's like, oh wow, this is actually really efficient. But once not until that point. Yeah. Like before then you're like, Wow, I'm in too deep here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we had a lot of response. I think we talked about this last time. Um, Probably about four or five hundred people that submitted initially.
0: Mm-hmm. I was I was really surprised, um, as um, thankful, <laughs> as well as just like I, that's kind of a testament to how badly people want to get out here and start doing it again, start working again.
1: Yeah. But you know, again, me being a complete like outsider to this whole process of. Auditions and everything, the amount of work an actor has to put into an audition is insane to me. (laughs) Which, yeah, you laugh because you're like, yeah, this is standard practice. I'm like, okay, so we're sending people sides, like about a page of the
0: script. For those of y'all who aren't in the theater world, sides means a pieces of script pieces of dialogue not an entire script but like
1: like a page page two. To um, just to get like a sample of you know the actor's ability for mm-hmm. this role but um, I kind of felt guilty to have people like go through all of this work it's a lot of work to submit mm-hmm. for an audition and then you know for callbacks once you get through the first audition round, and if we select you for callbacks, we we said we preferred if you could be off book. Well, that's even more time that you have to dedicate to memorizing this, and just I don't know. the The process was it was eye opening, and it's also it made me feel bad for anyone that we turned down. I'm like God, they put in so much like effort, and there were a lot of talented folks. But- oh,
0: so many talented folks. I was oh lord it was the you guys if any guys uh listening or people that have auditions for us the decision was difficult
1: it was difficult and let me say also what I'm I have learned it's not the decision making isn't like solely based on if you're good or not because everyone's really good it's if like, th- these characters are so specific and weird and nuanced. You know, we were looking for things we didn't even know we were going to look for, I think, when we mm-hmm. started the audition process. But when we found it in certain folks, it's like, Oh, that's that's who Paul is.
0: Mm-hmm. That yeah, we've you know have been spending time with these characters for over a year now, and I learned thing about the things about these characters that I did not know until I saw actors interpret the words.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a learning process all around for sure, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how actors do it. It's a lot of effort and a lot of work. Mm. Um,
0: I would say I've been put through more effort than that for things that I didn't get on, on multiple occasions. But if you're not, I guess from an outsider, if you're not used to that. It's also a real a weird world cuz it's not like school. So in school like you if everybody studies hard enough to get an A, you get an A. But if everybody studies in an audition, there's still only one person that can take the part. Right. Kind yeah. of thing and it's like ah.
1: Mhm. Yeah, it was just interesting to watch. I mean, I'm I'm used to like, I guess in quotes, the corporate world where you you go to the interview and you get it or you don't get it, but it's not like I have to memorize anything. I just, I don't know, it's just very different. Um, so that was amazing to me, but we whittled it down.
0: And we got to do callbacks in person. So that's. My, this was my first time being on the side of an audition table in two years, mm-hmm. you know. I've definitely done this before, but like, you know, to walk into one of these these rooms that everybody uses and everybody in this particular field is familiar with in Midtown Manhattan and you know, sit behind a table and have people file in and out. It's uh, used to be something that was like an everyday occurrence and it's like, yeah, it was almost foreign. It was, an, it was, and, and the actors, very talented, very seasoned actors who've been doing this for a while would, would like one of the ones we ended up actually going with who is a very seasoned actor who's been doing this for a while, long-time member of Equity, and very, very good? Actually, entered the room shaking because it's just been—it was the first post-pandemic, or not post-pandemic, but first post-lockdown audition. They've been in in person. Yeah. Sorry, I. Just I like mean, to I add still,
1: that. I still. I mean, I don't know about auditioning, obviously, but you know, as an introvert, and um, someone who doesn't really like socialized COVID has actually been, uh, I don't know, a nice treat. And (laughs) in that sense, you know, but yeah, being back into rooms of folks and yeah.
0: And our cast is starting to catch wind of that. They're like, oh, so the writer is not someone we see.
1: I mean, they'll see me. They will, they will. (laughs) But again, I think, and we've talked about this during the rehearsal process. Personally, I don't really want to be there. Like I've, I've dealt with the characters in my head long enough. I've, you know, dealt with the script long enough. I want, I want the magic to happen elsewhere. I want it to live and have new life um, without my input. Um, so want to sit there and give any notes or anything because um, i want to see honestly how it's interpreted by you the director and the cast so yeah i don't want to like block anything that could be um
0: awesome that's fair yeah that's on that so that was casting for you guys y'all
1: That was... It was just so hard hard to say no. But the thing is, we don't even say no to people. Right. Which is another layer. I'm like, wait, we don't even tell people they didn't get it? You're like, no. You just tell the ones you... that got it. They got it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow. I don't know. It's a tough business. Anyway. But so happy about the cast we do have. Um... And in, in case
0: you're in our cast and you're listening, I'm so grateful for every last one of you guys. We've we've not only landed on people that can do the parts really well, but they're people that I'm legitimately enjoying spending time with. It's a, it's a good mixture of people just to be around. It's cool. It's very cool.
1: It seems like it's a really nice vibe. Um, not to sound like a TikToker, but... It's a bop. It's a bop. <laughs> um, I guess, we, should we just go down and like... Say who's what
0: Yeah why not let's list these folks
1: Yeah I mean I posted it on our Instagram today Um if you're listening we have an Instagram <laughs> Um Graceland2play Anyway not to keep plugging that along But um Yes I will just Pull this up and Just to make sure I have the names I have them in my head but I just want to Get it right Um I
0: know there must spend time with them but
1: Boy. you do so Paul B McLeod is played by Chuck or I guess Charles F Wagner the IV. fourth
0: also been goes Chuck.
1: by Chuck um, sugar who is so the story in and of itself is historical fiction mm-hmm. so Paul is very much a real person based on a real person um, sugar is... I, I guess based on real people, but she's like a combination Yeah, of... she's
0: based on people, not person.
1: Right. Um, and I I describe Sugar as the heart and soul of Holly Springs, and that is played by Tony Seawright.
0: Yes. Yes. Miss Tony, uh-huh. how you doing?
1: <laughs> and then David Dwight Taylor um, is played by Cassim Middleton.
0: Uh-huh
1: who is also a, a big piece of the Paul McLeod end, ending of Graceland 2 tragedy story. But um, and that is played by Kasim Middleton. And then we got Celia.
0: Miss Cece Ryder.
1: Miss Cece Ryder. Um, she is Dwight's love interest. Mm-hmm. And also... Um, The representative of Holly Springs Tourism Office, played by Sajda Waite. Is that how you pronounce the last name?
0: No, truth be told, I have not asked her to say her last name, so I do not know. Sajda, my great apologies, but I'll...
1: We will correct that. We will correct that. If it's wrong.
0: I've just said Sajda.
1: Yeah, okay. Then we've got Buddy, who's like... He's kind of a caricature of a southern genteel attorney. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Attorney. Lawyer. Lawyer. Lawyer.
1: Yeah. No, I say lawyer, but ever since living in New York, I I don't want to get made fun of, so I just say attorney all the time now. Lawyer, because they all say lawyer. I can't say that like that. Lawyer? No, it sounds weird. Anyway. (laughs) So. The attorney, his name is Buddy, in the show, is played by Neil Magnuson, and then we've got Daryl, who is Holly Springs' stand-up police chief, and he is played by Brian Brook Taylor. And yeah, we will have more about each of them coming out on our Instagram. I'll do a profile on each cast member. Um, coming up so that's a lot of fun and you're on day two of rehearsals Mm -hmm. with everybody with
0: everybody yes we did a I did a a good bit of just work with our Paul B. McLeod yesterday and then went into a a few scenes with the whole cast and they've got good energy and they vibe well together and everybody's really different and their approaches are really different and sometimes that makes a piece not know what world it lives in but it, it kind of keeps this one alive, yeah. Um, in an interesting way, I enjoy that. And today we did a whole lot of uh, Dwight and Paul scenes. Yeah, that was fun. We did the scene. That's all I'm going to say. It was the scene. The scene. It was rough, <laughs> but it was. It's it's been good. I um, I've really enjoyed working with these actors. It's only been two days, but you know, we. Pretty much only get two days. You know, that's an exaggeration, but it's...
1: Well, it's not a lot of time. You get... So, like, for some perspective, there's 24 scenes in this show.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And this week, you're running a scene an hour, essentially.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: So, you got 24 hours total Uh for each... I mean, to run the whole thing. And then after that, we got one more week to to run the whole show and make sure it's up and ready for the opening night.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, and and like, um, we're going to add a a little, little drama here just for fun. Um, is that actually I, as a performer, which is something I haven't done in a long time, um, said yes to doing another job
1: Mm -hmm. in the middle of these rehearsals in the
0: middle of these rehearsals. So the second week of this, uh, you know, two week process and then one week into doing a show. Um, the second week, I begin rehearsals as a performer for another show. Um, they were really, really kind. Um, I won't say their name on this until you know I'm allowed to and they give me permission and all, but uh, this group of people gave me a lot of uh, scheduling concession in mm-hmm. order to be able to do both. I am still gonna be dog tired. It's gonna be a challenge to be able to pull this off, but I also, want to say this out loud, I have not yet, and. Shame on me. Um, I have a really great team in the room with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got uh, Lisa Kranick, who is my stage manager, um, who's been with me for a couple different projects at this point now. And we've got Audra Bryant, who is being the ASM as well as the AD, so like assistant to the stage manager and assistant to the max. Um, and they are picking up a lot of slack and doing a lot of work for me and them being present is going to facilitate me being able to
1: do all the things.
0: Yeah. Do all the things as well as, you know, be somebody else's paint over here in a different part of the city and then come over to this part of the city and get to be the painter and go back and forth. And, um,
1: I mean, that's this whole process and everything. That's the one thing I keep going back to this whole time is Like, we can't do this without a team. Uh You can't do any of this without support. And even if it's not people actually working and hands-on, it's the cheering from the sidelines or any encouraging word. It's like, Uh this isn't possible without that.
0: Yeah, for sure,
1: and all the
0: way through, like the you know, getting monetary help from the artistic director of the place I work at to uh, our our reader for our auditions was Christina Rose King, who is a actor who I also teach dance classes with. Um, people have just showed up to be helpful.
1: Yeah, it's incredible, and I have said so many thank yous. And, I, you know, as of late, because of this project, and I'm not done saying my thank yous. Um, yeah, it's just incredible what people do for this. Not even, like, it's not specific to this production, but for artistry in general. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. It doesn't happen without patronage. It's all right in that way.
1: Yeah. I love it.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. Also neeks went above and beyond here and hand wrote thank you cards to people and sent them out in the mail
1: i did and if you haven't gotten one i need your mailing address Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but yeah
0: if you're one of our donors and you haven't sent a mailing address we would like to send you something in the mail to say thank you yes yes Um, um also a funny little tidbit is that i was on the phone with my with my aunt with my aunt aunt susie um in memphis the other day and she was like, "Cute, cute thank you cards. Who wrote them?" And I was like, "Yeah, Nico did them all." And she was like, "Huh? Handwriting looks like your daddy's."
1: Oh, really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you think that I hired my dad to write all these? <laughs>
1: Fascinating. I guess Bob has some cursive kind of.
0: Yes, for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, mine's like a sloppy cursive, I guess.
0: Your handwriting's beautiful, especially compared to mine.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, so that's where we are. Um, I think next steps are, I mean, not, I think, I know next steps are getting tickets sold. I've got to get the programs together and printed, and then all of our props, costumes, then the tickets sold.
0: Yeah, a lot of things need to be tracked. I need, there are conversations I should be having with our stage manager right now, but you know what? I wanted to make a podcast
1: these are important it's good to like at least have you know to i think it's like a little diary along the way uh-huh. um even if no one listens i think we have like five listeners which is so cute <laughs> i think most well, of them are my brother <laughs> neil neil
0: magnuson when he uh when he came into the audition i was gonna tell him a little backstory about the uh about the the show and, and what's going on and he literally was like oh no I, I listened to the podcast and I was like holy what? we have a listener we've got a listener <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: thank so you fun. for that
1: yeah I um know,
0: I pull up the, this podcast that we're on right now and look at it on my phone I'm like I can't I can't look at stats on my phone I have to go into the computer for that oh well Well,
1: anyway, there's um, something else Elvis related that I wanted to mention. I came across this today. The Elvis movie that's coming out this summer by, directed by Baz Luhrmann? Is that how you say his name?
0: Are you serious? Baz Luhrmann. One of my heroes. Okay. Yes.
1: Sorry. Um, Romeo and
0: Juliet. Anyway.
1: Well, he did a video and he was saying Doja Cat's going to do the soundtrack and... Um,
0: we loved ocean He was
1: showing some of the scenes, and Beale Street obviously has a big presence in his film. And there is a character that is Big Mama Thornton, and yeah, Big Mama Thornton plays a huge role in our play. Yes. So I'm I'm just excited to see these figures in blues history be i don't know they're making a return and to have it like associated with someone like doja cat means that this tiktoker generation is going to be introduced to
0: to elvis as well
1: Elvis, but the people who influenced elvis which is a bigger conversation
0: yes real real southern black blues artists
1: right but I think I mean obviously get overshadowed or left out of the conversation so always yeah I don't know I'm very excited for that yeah
0: yeah it's a it's a it's a fun it's a fun time as far as all that is concerned oddly we,
1: enough and you know oddly
0: enough we seem to be working on something that is a uh, harmonious with or in line with or whatever at the same time it's yeah, there's a wavelength.
1: I mean, always I like to say that this show is not about Elvis. Obviously, on the surface, it seems to be very much about Elvis. I don't think it is.
0: No, it's not about Elvis. Um, well, depends on which Elvis we're talking about,
1: right? Um, yeah, I think it's the repercussions of that whole Elvis culture in the Delta. You know Mm -hmm. but anyway that's a a longer conversation
0: no it's not even a conversation it is something for you to form an opinion on after you come see the show true that's what it is Mm -hmm. (laughs) um hopefully this isn't the last version of the show we put up regardless i am having so much fun i was so nervous two days ago Just trying to get myself ready, and then the idea that I'm also gonna...
1: Well, it's that first day of school jitters, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, see, they find it funny. Yeah. It's jittery out there. Um, no, it's the first day of school jitters, and the... Am I gonna have the focus, energy, and ability to track everything I need to? But in that, I have a lovely team that's helping me out with it. So, thank you, Audra and Lisa. You guys Mm -hmm. are gangsters. If I haven't said it once, I'll say it a million more times, Um, as well as like, will I have the energy and ability to like do this and rehearse for something else? And that's, that'll be fascinating. But, you know, today I'm on the second day of rehearsal. It's been a lot of uh, like traveling around the city and a lot of being tired and stuff. And I feel good right now. That's good. And um, it's, it's exciting really exciting
1: well we're just getting started thanks for joining our journey the making of graceland 2 we've got
0: the building the nails is not left the podcast we don't
1: have to say the subtitle <laughs> it's it is so a,
0: much fun <laughs>
1: yeah it is a mouthful but yeah it's gonna be a rush to the the finish to the opening night and rush to the
0: opening night and then we're going to do the runs and then we keep rushing to the opening night of something else and then
1: right but for this (laughs) I'm excited because I I know we mentioned it before but the current owner of Graceland 2 will will be coming Mm -hmm. to the performances and even a journalist that wrote about this back in 2015 is going to attend a performance so it's pretty cool stuff
0: i just feel lucky thank you cast thank you team
1: yes 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 thank
0: you you for providing
1: we're doing the damn thing
0: such a great script that's it's really a pleasure to get the opportunity to work on it and with that thank you
1: paul for haunting me enough to write it
0: (laughs) here here (laughs) cheers cheers
1: Well, that is that. Until next time. Bye-bye. Buy a ticket.
0: Bye. (laughs) Goodbye, y'all.